joining us today on episode number 182 of the Real Life Runners podcast. Today we're talking all about time. Time is one of the biggest excuses that we hear from people as to why they're not getting things accomplished, why they're not running more, why they're not training or doing the strength work that they should be doing. So today we're going to take a look at what enough time actually means. This is the Real Life Runners podcast and we're your hosts, Kevin and Angie Brown. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get running. All right, so today we're talking all about time. We hear it time and time again. (laughs) Time and time. Good one. (laughs) Time after time. Um, Please, can you sing it? (laughs) Oh, you know that I can, but I don't know if that would be, you know, very appreciated by everyone. No, but with the music trivia, you know you can name the artist. Well, yeah, of course. It's Cyndi Lauper. And then there's also the Trolls version, you know, which was that uh, which is much more popular in our house time after time no that was true colors true colors true colors is the trolls version but anywho um and then there's time by hootie and the blowfish i mean there's all sorts all sorts of good songs i've got like all these songs going through my head i got pink floyd time going in my head now about time excellent (laughs) pink floyd pink floyd which one time it starts with all the alarm clocks going off at the oh, beginning okay. of it. Well, so here I am just thinking about time, like Hootie says. And that's what we want to discuss today, right? Because so many times we talk to people, we hear, you know, when we they say, oh, I'm not training. I want to train for this thing, but I don't have enough time. Or I want to do this other thing, but I don't have enough time. Time is one of the number one reasons that people like to give for why they're not doing the thing, whatever that thing might be. Oh yeah, whatever the thing is. Like, you know, we're going to kind of hone in on running, but the whatever the thing, you can put any category you want into it. I'm going to stick with Hootie for a second. I remember like in the back of Runner's World, they always used to profile some random celebrity who you're like, and they're also a runner. Hootie's drummer was a runner. Okay. Well, going on tour and mm-hmm. being up however late and then packing up and traveling to the next city. He would run, and he was running remarkably consistent. Mm-hmm. So I think he found enough time. Everybody find You can always find time if it means enough to you. That's really the synopsis of the episode. Congratulations, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so if you really need your time back, we're at two and a half minutes. Enjoy. Yeah, so if you really want to know what the point of the episode is, it's that time is a construct. You have plenty of time, and you get to choose what to do with your time. Now, what does all of that mean? That sounds great. Let's put that on a postcard and send that out, right? But like, let's actually break this down because sure, we all have time. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. I'm sure people have probably heard these lines before, but how much has it actually sunk in and how much have you actually owned this? And that's what we really want to help you get clear on today. So if you've ever thought to yourself, oh, I wish I just had more hours in the day or I wish I had time for that thing, whether it's marathon training, oh, I I know I should be putting in, you know, some foam rolling and some strength training, but I just don't have enough time. Like, you have the time. Stop saying that. You get to choose what you want to do with it, okay? And so all of these things are a choice, and so that's what we really want to dig a little deeper into today. Yeah. And I mean, you make a a really good point is a lot of these things people have heard before and, and hearing it and saying, Oh yeah, no, I know that one. Oh, I've, I've listened to a different podcast talking about this is different than actually putting it into, into, you know, your own life. We all struggle with this. And part of this is, 
just bringing a constant awareness. That's going to be a theme going through this episode yeah. is, well, be aware of, of your thought on that and be aware of your thought on that. Like, how many times do you actually use I don't have enough time as an excuse? Mm-hmm. Like, by the time you get to Friday, is that, like, the regular statement that you have heading home from work on Friday of, well, I just didn't have enough time to get everything done during the week that I wanted? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you have two choices right now. You know, you can say... Yeah, I've already heard all this before. And then you can switch to a different podcast or you could go to one of our other podcast episodes in your library. Or you could just take a pause and actually listen to what we have to say and actually try to hear it, right? Because we're not going to be bringing... I mean, maybe some of the ideas that we're bringing to you today are new. Maybe you haven't heard some of these things before. And I I hope that's the case. You know, I would love to bring some new ideas and some fresh ideas into you, into your life, into your mind to kind of challenge the things that you're thinking, to kind of challenge the way that you're currently looking at your life, currently looking at the world. I would love to be able to do that for you. So it's up to you whether or not you want to just listen and write it off and you can say, oh yeah, that's great for them to say or you know, whatever excuse you might want to put in here. Or you could actually just listen and say, okay, how can I apply this to my life? Maybe I think I have, maybe you think that you have a pretty good hold on your time, but there's always little areas that you can improve upon. And this is what you just said, Kev, like, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's a constant journey, right? Like running, like learning to manage our time, learning to manage our mind is a, an, always kind of thing like this is never going to end we can always improve on it in some way yeah this is definitely one of those processes that is is constantly something that you can keep improving just like you're running there's always another thing you can keep in continuing to be like oh well there's that little area that I could work on it there's that there's no mastery of like all right well I figured out exactly how to expend all of my time perfectly and I'm done well then what are you supposed to do the next day You know, like, then you have to figure out how to make the next day work. And then the next day, like, it's a constant thing. And there's always going to be that struggle. And there's always that chance where you're just like, I don't know, time just slipped away from me. Mm -hmm. Like, there's all these sayings about time. And sometimes there's a day where it's just like, I I don't know, somehow the last three hours just passed. Mm -hmm. And yes, you lost track of time. You literally lost time in that. It didn't disappear. You spent it doing something. You just weren't paying any attention to what was happening there. Right. And it just depends on what was going on like sometimes that could be a really good thing right like sometimes you can get into that like state of flow where time literally doesn't exist right if you are so absorbed in something that you enjoy or that you are focused on like we can get laser focused and kind of get into this flow state where time basically ceases to exist it's the craziest thing I'm sure you've experienced this at some point in your life right where you've just been so enamored with something so just sucked into something that you're like wow I I don't know what just happened to the last couple of hours like what you just said yeah flow state is is amazing if you've experienced this while running it's it's phenomenal I think I I disappeared and lost part of the time on on New Year's Eve when I managed to knock out 30 plus miles I don't recall being out there for over three hours. Mm. Like, I definitely missed part of that time window. I know you fall into this one often on, like, Mondays after the weekend where everybody's home and then you're, like, working at home and you've got the house to yourself and Mm. you just kind of get rolling. 
I've come home from work and it's like, you know, 2.30 and you're like, oh, I guess I really should have some lunch. Like, time <laughs> seems to just kind of pass along. Sometimes like, that does happen. Exactly. And right. Like, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes you have to kind of keep track. Sometimes alarms are necessary to make sure that you're eating appropriately in case you hit that crazy flow state. I know that there's people that are like authors that are like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot all of my meals today. Mm-hmm. Like, that That's... It's great, but there are some drawbacks to hitting flow state sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, it just, it all depends. But that's why, you know, flow doesn't happen all the time. So when you're in it, you really want to stay in it. But that's a whole different topic for another day. So let's just think about time. So this whole idea of I don't have enough time, you do. Okay, so that is a lie. You are telling yourself that you don't have enough time, but you have enough time. We all have the same amount of time, right? Time is actually, time actually doesn't exist. If we want to really go a little bit into the rabbit hole here. Yes, time, right in the rabbit hole, follow the white rabbit it. and his clock let's where time do doesn't it. exist. Let's do it. You know, I mean, time is a human construct, right? Like we put the idea of time as some sort of structure to our days, right? Because really we're on this big rock spinning around in the universe around this big ball of fire and you know we've decided that like when the fire is in this area it's this time we just made all this stuff up though we're on a rock flying around a ball of fire it's funny that's what it is though i know i was talking about this at (laughs) practice because i i told one of the kids to to hurry up and somebody made some reference to like we're moving pretty quickly yeah and i'm like well yes you're right we're flying through space like we're spinning at hundreds of miles an hour as the planet flies around the sun at thousands of miles an hour and the sun moves through the the galaxy and the universe expands at close to the speed of light and yeah okay fine you're actually probably walking pretty fast yeah it's pretty incredible if you think about it like I saw this great thing um, on social media from Mel Robbins who is one of the people that I love to follow if you don't follow her um, I would highly recommend her account she's kind of like a life coach motivational speaker kind of person yeah she's a good one very Um, positive very positive she had a great one trying to find it here in my phone ah here it is okay she wrote if a dirt sphere can float in space around a ball of fire you should give yourself permission to do whatever the hell you want while you're riding on it. Excellent. I love that one. That's clever. Yeah. I, I, I like the perspective of, of physics, of just how fast we're moving through this. Like, if you actually stop and think about how quick we're moving, you shouldn't just go about your day. I mean, you can't. You really have two alternatives. Go about your day because realize that we are, in fact, living beings on this tiny ball of dirt flying around a ball of fire. Or just grab onto something and scream constantly. <laughs> Like, these should really be the only two alternatives. Like, hold the tree and just scream for bloody mercy. Do you know what's happening Oh my god, do you know how fast we're moving? (laughs) So, we all have the same amount of time, okay? Because time, we, we all agree that there's 24 hours in a day. We can all agree that time is a human construct, right? But we've all agreed that there's 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, 52 weeks in a year. This is what, you know, and then however many years you're blessed to live on this earth, right? Yes, yes. You so call we a solar all, calendar. Solar calendar. There we go. There's true. There are different there types. There are lunar calendars. So, so many different types of calendars, too. Again, time is a human construct, Time is right? a human construct. Follow whatever calendar makes, makes sense for you. So if we all have the same amount of time, how is it that other people can be so productive and maybe you feel like you're not being productive. Again, that 
is a human construct too, right? Productivity. No, I know this one. Some people are just more talented. Okay. Or no, they work harder. Oh, they work harder. Uh, I just, I don't work hard enough. Or I can go the other direction and say, well, they're probably not taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. They're probably just not sleeping. They're just living on coffee and Red Bull and they're... They're missing out on the other aspects of life. I'm really taking care of myself from that perspective. I'm going to go one way or the other on the people that are so much more productive. I mean, either way, you're passing so much judgment all over the place, right? Oh, like, man. You're judging I knew your- I was doing something wrong there. Well, you're judging yourself and you're judging that other person that you know nothing about. I uh, know. I know everything about them. I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna. Well, are you sure you didn't see it on reality TV? Because we know that's the actual truth. No, no, no. I saw it on Instagram. It was in their story. It was in their story, <laughs> so we know it's true. It, that that stuff is recorded live. Totally. <laughs> so it's true, though, right? Like, how is it that some people can seemingly get so much done in the same amount of time that we have, and sometimes we just struggle to get dressed and have lunch during the day. Yeah. I mean, like the first week of summer vacation, <laughs> like by the time the, the girls come home and they've, they've made it to the end of the school year, that first week seems to disappear with absolutely no productivity. Mm-hmm. And you look around, you're like, I don't know how anybody else is getting things done. Dentist appointments. I always get dentist appointments in that first week. There you go. Oh, yeah. But I mean... Doing something productive. Doing something productive <laughs> and healthy. But I mean, th- this kind of happened in the world of the pandemic is people, their schedules got changed and suddenly it seems like they completely lost productivity and people are like, oh, well, I can't get as much work done at home because everybody's at home and it's just so distracting. And That's true. It was true. But once people got adjusted to that system, suddenly their productivity was up because mm-hmm. they just figured out how to make it work. And they didn't have the commutes and all the other things. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you saw these these posts on, on instant, uh, all the social media and Facebook and Instagram and everything early in the pandemic is, how is it that I lost an hour commute at the beginning and end of my work schedule and I got less done during the day? This is the whole idea of you you have all of this time. It's just a matter of where you're putting it. Right, because we all have a choice of how to use our time. And sometimes we don't acknowledge that it is a choice, but all of it is, right? Like even if you say, well, I don't have a choice. I have to go to work, right? It's still a choice for you to go to work. Well, no, it's not because I have to be able to pay my bills. Okay, but what bills do you have to pay? Could you live somewhere else? Yes, you're choosing to live in the place that you're living. You're choosing to live in, in the house or the apartment or what, wherever you're living in that area. Could you find a different place? Of course you could. You could live in your car, right? That would be a choice. Maybe not a good choice. Maybe not a choice you want, but it's still a choice, right? So just stopping and being able to acknowledge that all of this is a choice. Like you're choosing that you want to live in that house because you feel like that's a good neighborhood for your family or that's just you want to be near your, your um, the rest of your family or your friends or whatever it might be, right? It's still a choice that you're living there. So in order to have that choice, you have to have a job so that you can pay the bills so that you can live in that house. So we make a choice at some point in time, right? Could you have a different job? Yes, you could, right? Like you could choose to do something else. So all of it is a choice. So I think that that's really one of the first steps in acknowledging and starting to take back our time is acknowledging that all of this is a choice, that you are not a victim. We are not victims of time. Time 
is our choice. We get to decide whatever we do with our time. Yeah, we made the construct of it, so we get to choose how to use it. Don't let time use you. Don't let time control and dictate what you can and can't do. Realize that there are choices, and while some of them may seem beyond your control, they all are. Like, you made an excellent illustration. Like, well, I have to pay the mortgage. Like, well, you don't have to pay the mortgage because you don't have to live in that house. You chose to. Mm -hmm. Like, you chose that house with that mortgage payment, and and yes, that's due, but you could make a different choice. You just don't want to. Like, Mm -hmm. you prioritize that. Okay. You could stop paying your mortgage tomorrow. (laughs) Like, there would be consequences, of course, right? Like, we're not saying that all of these things come without consequences. All of them have consequences. All of them have results, right? When you make a choice, there's going to come something afterwards that is a result of that choice. But all of it is a choice. Like, you could choose not to go to work and just sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day if you wanted to. Yeah, or, you know, you could make a healthier move. I mean, if we're going to go ahead and just quit the job, you could then just work out all the time and just Run. get in ridiculous shape. Oh, yeah. You'd have time for all of the running and the rest and the recovery and the strength and the foam rolling. You got it all. Just stop going to work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So first thing we want you guys to do is just bring an awareness to how you're spending your time. Like how often do you use time as an excuse for not doing the thing, not doing your running, not doing the strength training? How often do you use time as that excuse and just become aware of it without judging yourself? You know, I think that that's also the key. You don't want to judge yourself and say, oh, look how bad I am that I'm doing this, right? Like we all do it. Just become aware of how often you're doing it. In what situations are you doing it? In what ways might you want to reframe that? Right. And this is really key because a lot of people stop trying to even think about how often they use time as an excuse. Like I know even myself, as I was writing this outline, I wrote the... I wrote the line, bring awareness to how often you use time as an excuse. And then I thought about it myself for a second. And I added the line, without self-judgment. So that (laughs) you can then actually think about it and think about how often that is. And when you make it to like the fourth time that you've used that in the last week, you don't stop and be like, all right, maybe too much, but I guess I'll deal with that later. Like actually keep going. And keep stretching back without putting judgment. Be like, oh, wow, it's too much. And I don't want to think about it anymore because it makes me feel bad. But really keep diving and see how often do you use I don't have enough time as an excuse. Mm-hmm. And and just to be aware, be real honest with this. Don't let it frighten you. And, and looking back at this, be like, oh, wow, that is a lot more than I thought it was. Okay, how much more was it? Like, how much are you using it? Have total awareness. Because unless you are aware of the issue, you can't fix the issue. Like, oh, I, I've got a cut. Like, this one goes, this one reminds me of, like, the the little kid comes screaming in. Like, mom, 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 I, I cut myself. Where? Like, where do I put the Band-Aid? Where? <laughs> and who knows where it is? If you don't know where the problem is, how are you going to fix it? Like, is did they scrape their knee? Did they bust their elbow? What needs the ice? Like, you need to know what your problem is so you can fix it. Well, and, and I think that that example also brings up the relativity of time, right? Like, if your kid came in and was hurt, you're going to find the time. You're going to stop whatever you're doing, and you're going to miraculously have the time to help your kid, right? That just shows you that you're not as busy as you think you are because you can make time for the things that matter. And we're going to be talking about that more later in the episode. 
All right, but before we get to to that where, you know, setting your priorities is kind of key, one of the other things you need to be honest with yourself is the answer to the question, how much time are you wasting? Which I think is a really kind of funky question. I don't don't think that you waste time, though. That's my argument, is you're not wasting any. Like, my my argument is the answer is none. Yeah. You don't waste any of your time. No, you just choose how to spend it. Right. But when you don't actively choose how to spend it, some people regard that as wasting time. Mm -hmm. Like, if our example before, if you're not in a flow state and, like, productively knocking stuff out out, and suddenly three hours did just pass... Mm Is that time wasted? Well, I mean, I know I use this idea a lot. You know, like, I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe I just wasted all that time, right? Like, this is definitely, and this goes back to bringing that awareness, right? Like, how much time are you using time as as an excuse, not having time? Also, think about how much time you, quote, unquote, waste, right? Like, how do you define that? How do you, like, do you have that thought a lot to yourself of like, I can't believe I just wasted all this time or that's a waste of time or whatever it is, right? How many times do you think that thought throughout the day as well? Yeah. And I mean, the awareness goes back to the ownership idea of spending your time in control of how you spend your time. Like, are you just doing things or are you actually thinking and saying, yes, this is what I would like to do next? Like, right. do you have a to-do list that's seven miles long and you're just randomly knocking things off so that you look like you're still busy throughout the day? Or are you doing things that you actually want to be spending time doing? Right. Like, it's, it's about the intention behind it, right? Like, do you have intention with your time. So if you tell yourself that you don't have enough time for running, for strength training, for foam rolling, insert whatever thing it is there, that's just a lie. Like I I want you guys to just actually own up to the fact that you're lying to yourselves. And you know, there's a lot of people that really might not be happy that I'm saying this right now. And and, and that's okay. That's why you have to take the judgment out. There is no judgment. Of course not. And that's the thing is I'm totally saying this from a place of love for because I do it too, right? It's not that I'm up on a pedestal like looking down and pointing my finger like you need to stop wasting your time or telling yourself that you're wasting your time or, you know, all these things. Because that's an excellent pedestal voice. Thank you. Um, it's I'm in it too, right? We're all in this. We all have these thoughts. And so when I realized that all of that was a lie, then I am much more able to catch myself in this now, right? So going back to the idea of wasting time, it's not a waste of time. It's just a choice. So how are you choosing to spend your time, right? Some people might think that social media is a waste of time. And for some people, they might not like spending their time there. And that's great. That's that's their choice, right? Other people might get a lot of enjoyment from social media. They might feel like social media is helping them to connect with friends, with family members in different places. It might be a source of inspiration for them, right? They're, they're in our Real Life Runners tribe and they're getting inspiration from other runners around the world that are on their running journeys and trying to make themselves better people, better runners. Like that might be a really good use of someone's time. But we all know that social media can also be a bit of a time suck, right? Like it's one of those things that is literally designed to keep you doing it, right? Like it's addictive and there's new documentaries that are out that everyone is talking about, like the social dilemma um, documentary. We haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but it's definitely on my, my watch list. But basically social media is designed to addict you. 
right? So the scrolling, right? That's it, that can become such a mindless activity, and that's when it becomes a quote unquote waste of time, right? That's when when you're just doing something mindlessly, and then all of a sudden you completely lose track of the time, and an hour has gone by. Is that really how you wanted to spend your time? Well, that's why you got to be careful on the scroll. And that's why you got to be careful, like, how many people you follow. Like, are you following people just for general entertainment? Is there inspiration? How much inspiration do you need during the day? Like, oh, I follow this person and these other 30 people because they put up great inspirational statements. Okay, inspiration to do what? Like, inspiration to read the next inspirational statement? Yeah. Like eventually you have to stop being inspired and do something with the inspiration. <laughs> what are you going to do with that inspiration? <laughs> like, now, now get up and go. Like, so social media is really designed to help detach your emotions from what it is that you're seeing on the screen. That's the whole idea of like, take whatever information and chop it down. I mean, Twitter used to be 140 characters. Like, there's not a lot of depth that you can get into that. So there's not a lot of super deep connection you can get. And then you just move on to the next person's update or the next thing's update and just keep kind of scrolling through whatever the feed is from story to story to story to story. And when you emotionally check out, suddenly time just passes by. Right. It, it helps the whole disconnect. It's how it's designed is so that you don't, really even pay attention to how much time you're spending on it. Yeah, because they just want to keep you inside the app for whatever reason, right? For their advertisements, for because that's how they make money, right? All these sponsored ads that pop up inside these ads or inside these platforms now, the more time you spend on the platform, the more they can charge for those ads. So that's, you're literally just making the money every time you're scrolling on social media, every minute that you're spending on social media. So they want to keep you there as long as they can. So they design it that way, right? So again, is that how you want to spend your time? Like, are you spending your time on social media intentionally? Are you spending time with your email? Are you spending time with work tasks? Like all the things that you're doing in your life, how are you spending them? And I think that this is really important because I noticed this with myself, right? I definitely use social media as a mindless activity, like if I, especially if I'm doing something difficult, right? So if I'm in the middle of like trying to write emails to, you know, everyone on our email list, right? I'm trying to figure out what do I need to say? What do people need to hear from me? Like how, what problem can I help people solve today, right? If I'm trying to create content around, um, our, with, for our training team, like with our monthly calls that we're doing and the, the monthly workbooks, like these things that I'm creating, like creation, the creative process takes a lot of mental space. And there are some times that I just start to, like it gets difficult to stay focused and so I'll just grab my phone. And I'm becoming much more aware of my inclination to do that, right? As like a buffering tool of like, this is difficult. I don't like feeling this discomfort right now of not knowing what to say or how to write the next line or what's the next email I need to write, whatever it might be, whatever I'm trying currently working on. There's an easier thing that feels much better, right? Going on social media and like liking something or flipping through someone's stories like, nope, don't want that one. Nope, don't want that one. Like that is a hit of dopamine in our brains. Like those are ways that we can literally get out of the discomfort. And so we tend to just jump into those. And so I'm trying to be much more aware and much more conscious of my 
inclination and my tendency to pick up my phone or to jump onto Facebook or do these things, right? Because I can justify it, totally justify it, right? Like I'm building a business. I need to interact with runners. I need to interact with our, our team members. These are, these are things I need to do. Right. And that's true. But do I need to do them right then? Right. You know, especially the notifications. Like if that notification pops up, you're like, Oh, should I check it right now? Like what if someone needs a reply? Like that reply can wait 10 minutes. Most likely like nothing is like, I'm not an ER doctor. Like if, if I don't answer my page, no one is going to die. Right, the the tribe is not coming to you and telling you that their leg is bleeding? No. You know, like, and and obviously I I do help people with running injuries. That's one thing, but it's not an immediate It's not acute. No no one's leg is hanging off of them, that they're not contacting me. No one's posting on Facebook if their leg is hanging. No, thank God. (laughs) Right, and and I will not answer those posts (laughs) other than go to the emergency room, right? Call 911. Um, But you don't need me to tell you that. But But it's just the point, right, of... How many times throughout our day do we do this? Do we reach for something else, right? Do we reach for our text message? Do we reach for our phone? Do we, you know, go on to social media? And are is that really the way you want to be spending your time? What if, like, if, if you're doing that at work, right, and then you end up needing to spend more time at work because you didn't get the project done, and then you end up going home late and not, not being able to get your run in, because you were at work too late and then that made you leave work later than normal and then get stuck in rush hour traffic so that pushed you back even further right could you be more productive at work and leave earlier right I I don't know if you're able to leave work early I'm not saying this applies to everybody but this is just an example yeah but you you took it to a nice spot of did you not get the task done quickly now you are stuck at work for longer so you got home late and now you can't get your run in and it seems as though you can't get your run in because you didn't have time because work was taking up too much of your time but it wasn't it was the time wasting that prevented you from getting the work done mm-hmm. that now suddenly, oh, I ran out of time to do everything. You didn't. You just chose something else earlier in the day. Or same thing at night, right? Like if you're a morning runner, morning runner and you're like, oh, I didn't get up this morning because I was just so exhausted. I stayed up so late last night because I had X, Y, and Z to do. Okay, how focused were you on your tasks, right? Like, oh, I had um, to take my kids to practice and then I had to come home and make dinner and I had all these these other things to do we had to pack lunches we had to do this okay like that those are all real things right these are all responsibilities again all of them are choices right like your kids don't have to be in all those sports like you don't have to pack the lunch you probably could buy lunch at you know the school probably provides some sort of lunch right again they're all choices and that and that's fine make the choices that feel right for you but did you spend time sitting on the couch watching TV at the end of the night where that then led you to go to bed late, which then caused you not to be able to wake up and run the next morning, right? All of these are just consequences of our choices. Right. They're all still the choices. And and one of them that we've kind of started getting towards here moves towards the next topic, which is not just how much time are you wasting, but a different way of looking at it. How much time are you spent on amusement? Like how much of your day is designed simply to keep you entertained? Because not all of your day should be purely designed for entertainment. The same way that you can't just go through all of life with just a grin from ear to ear all day long, 24-7. Like, there's highs and lows of emotions. There's also 
like you don't have just constant amusement all day long. It, there's it's okay to be bored, and I feel like. I'm talking to our youngest one, like, hey, mom, you want to play a game? Dad, can we play a card game? Dad, I want to go outside. Mom, can I do this? And it's always like, what's the next thing I can do because I've been bored for the last half a second, so I need my next task. Mm-hmm. We all kind of fall into this from time to time. Like, Well, think about like when you're at this grocery store and you're yeah. like in line, you pull out your phone right? You're at a red light. You pull out your phone. Like it's just, it's so ingrained in us that we can't not be doing something. Right. At the end of a class period, if I ever finish classes early and there's like three minutes left, I'm like, all right, so we're done. So you can start your homework or, and by the time I say we're done and I start giving options of productive things to do, half the class is on their phone. Mm-hmm. And the other class just hasn't pulled out their phone yet. Like it's it's on the way, but they couldn't grab it because it was in their bag or it's up on the wall or wherever it is. Like they just haven't gotten to the phone yet, but they're all in, in the in the process of getting there. And they're sitting next to their friend. But instead of even having like a face to face conversation, they need the immediate dopamine hit of finding something on their phone. Yeah, I mean that used to drive me crazy with our freshman girls on our cross country oh. team this this season. I know they're like, in my it class. Is, <laughs> it has never been as bad as it was this year. You know, like these kids could not be off their phone. I'm like, put your phones away. Like I made it a rule at the beginning of practice that like there's no phones allowed at practice because at the, like the first week of practice, they were just on their phones. Like we were talking to them. We were trying to, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. But if you ask them, they were a hundred percent listening to you. They were listening to you while looking at their phone, which then suggests that they were multitasking and that's just not even a possibility. It, it's not. They were, you basically weren't on your phone or listening. You were trying to do both and in actuality doing neither. Or doing both poorly. Right. Yeah. Again, no judgment, right? But it, it, this is the thing, right? We all do it. Like, And this is, please understand that all of this is coming from a place of love just to make you aware of this so that you can say, wow, like, I never realized how much I do this or I never realized how much time I spend doing other things. Again, we're not going to use that term wasted anymore. It's just how much time I spend doing all these other things. So it can be really helpful to just do like a time inventory and actually see how you're spending your time on any given day. Yeah, the time inventory is a real good checkpoint on this because like we pointed out, you're not wasting your time. But where are you spending your time? And being able to actually look at it, and this goes back to the judgment-free, like, judgment-free where how many times you're using time as an excuse, judgment-free of where are you spending your time? Because a lot of us spend it on a lot of tasks that if you really wrote down what those tasks were and how much time you spent doing them, it might not be a list that you want to share with a lot of other people. Mm. You're like, yeah, sure. You ate breakfast and then you did some dishes and you took the trash out and you did the, like you knocked off a lot of things. You kept yourself mentally entertained. Like you were never bored during the day. You always felt like you were doing stuff, but how much of that was spent doing things that you really wanted to be doing versus like, yeah, I'm doing stuff all day long. Yeah. It's like, spending your time consciously right on the things that actually matter on the things that actually move the needle right because anytime you want to improve in something so let's talk about your running right if you want to improve in your running you need to spend time running so if you're not spending time running if you're not spending time doing different kinds of workouts if you're not spending your time doing the strength training the mobility work the foam rolling all of those things to keep your body healthy then 
there's consequences of that too, right? Either you're not going to get better, you're going to plateau, you might end up with some pain or some injury that might come up. So even if you're going out and running every day, are you actually doing the things that are making a difference? Are you actually moving the needle forward into what you want to accomplish? Well, and as you try and knock this stuff out, you know, we've all got busy lives. Like we've got things that in everything's a choice. I get that, that line, you know, we've said that repeatedly, but there are certain things that, that we say, okay, well, I I have to get this, this, and this done. Okay. But are you doing them efficiently? Like when it's time to get up and go run, when you go to change your clothes, this one happens with one of our kids where before she goes out to run, it's like, okay, go get your stuff on so we can go run. And 30 minutes later, she's dressed. Like, what happened in those 30 minutes? You had to put on a pair of shorts and a shirt. Right, but they get distracted reading books right. or doing something else in their room or who knows what. The, the one tries to get dressed for school or get dressed for the day or whatever it is on the weekend, and as soon as she steps into the room, turns on music. Mm-hmm. And now 45 minutes have, have gone, and she's still wearing her pajamas. And it's like, <laughs> kid, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Put some pants on. Right. Like, but you don't, you don't even know what's happening because it seems like you're still doing stuff you know that wasn't a productive thing we sent her off to go get dressed if you asked her what are you doing she's like oh i'm getting dressed but you're not you're standing in the middle of the room singing and, and she I mean, made a rainbow loom bracelet in the process also right. i mean <laughs> we kind of make it a little bit more amusing when when you take it to like to our our little one but we all do this. Totally. We go to do a task, and in the process of doing that task, we do seven things before we mm-hmm. get to what we were actually aiming to do. Or during. Or during. Right? We're, we're trying to do multitask, which makes everything take longer, right? So we're checking boxes. And a lot of times, like, I'm a box checker. Like, I will raise my hand and tell you how much I love checking the boxes. I'm trying to get over it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I am just trying to do things a little bit differently and organize my time in a different way. Um, and I'm going to be going through my whole time management system next month in February inside the Real Life Runners training team. I'm super excited about that. Um, but I am a box checker. I like checking the boxes because it makes me feel productive to look at the sheet of paper and see all the boxes checked. But there are definitely some days that even though I have a ton of boxes checked, I feel very empty because I didn't do the important things. I didn't do the things that I know I needed to do for the business or for our family or whatever it might be. Like I got a lot of other things done. I got a lot of things done, but it wasn't, like the important things that I really know that I needed to get done. Well, and a lot of this comes up when, if you're in a position, whether in your life or at work or whatever, where other people keep asking to use your time. Other people keep coming in. I don't know. Let's use the term time stealers. Like they come in and you've got a schedule. You're going to do this, this, and this. And then they come in and be like, can I just have a minute of your time? Like that's the state. Can mm-hmm. I have a minute of your time? And now you don't have 24 hours in the day because you just gave them a minute of it. And you know it's never a minute. It's always 15. Mm-hmm. There's a sign in the uh, the copy room at my school that says, I can't stop what I'm doing to help you because I already stopped what I was doing to do what I'm doing now. Interesting. <laughs> 
Like, I, I'm not even currently on the task that I want to be doing, so I can't stop this one. I need to stop this go so I can get back to what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. it's the, it's a funny sign. Uh, it took me a second to read it and like make it make sense. Like, oh yeah, I, you're right. I'm, I'm not even on the task that I want, so I can't stop doing this thing right now. Yeah, but you know, in any area of our lives that we want to improve. Like we need to have a balance of stress and rest, right? And we've talked about this in other podcasts in direct relation to running. Like when you run, it's important to push your body, right? It's important not every time, right? You do not want to go out and press push hard every single time you you run. You want to have most of your runs be easy and recovery days and really value your sleep and your recovery in that rest portion. Because during the stressful times, during those harder efforts, when you're really like putting the foot to the pedal and trying to grind it out or really trying to pump out some tough workouts, that's stressing your body and you need the rest to recover. Like, are you allowing time for both? And I think that that's a really important thing to look at as well. Yeah, conscious time for both mm-hmm. in, in all areas and not just like, okay, well, I I'm kind of sort of going hard on this day and I guess that's going to be a recovery day because recovery is not just physical, there's mental recovery also. So you have to be conscious of how you're spending both your hard running days and your recovery days. Like, okay, well, it's a recovery running day, but that means that I'm going to knock out all of these stressful things at work and do, you know, these seven other things and run 16, my kids to four different practices. Like, that's still a stressful day. Did it actually fully count as recovery? Because it could. Like, maybe you can. Maybe you're just knocking all these things off while, you know, calmly meditating through, practice, through you know, traffic and whatnot. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. maybe meditating in traffic is not the safest of ideas. But... <laughs> you might not want to close your eyes. <laughs> but, you know, that might be a stressful day, and then you need another actual recovery day before you can go back and push hard physically again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to be aware of how you're spending your time. Right. And that basically brings us to our final point is, you know, you spend time on what matters to you. Are you doing this consciously? Okay, because you are making the choice on how to spend your time. Do you like what that looks like? Yeah, there's a thing on on my phone that pops up every weekend that says like how many hours per day I spent on the phone or averaged on the phone. Mm-hmm. And on the new like system update, it doesn't just give me the time, it breaks down into how much time I spent per app per on average per day. And it's like, "Oh, okay. Huh." Yeah. Like that really lays it out for you how much time you're spending. I mean, the phone's a great way to just have time sort of disappear on oh, you. Yeah, for and sure. so to have that report come up every week, again, like you got to look at that one and be like, okay, that's how I'm spending my time. And whether you're consciously saying it or not, that's how you're prioritizing your time. Mm. So if there's something on there that's like, oh, well, I spend on average three hours a day on that, that means you're making that thing super important. Is it? Do you want it to be? Because if that's if you've got three hours per day on whatever that thing is on your phone and you don't want that to be a priority, you need to work on that. You need to have the awareness of it so you can change it. Right. So choosing where to spend your time all begins with knowing your values and your priorities. Like, are you clear on what you want to prioritize in your life? Is your health a priority? Is running a priority to you? If you say that running is a priority priority to you, are you actually 
making the time for you for it like are you spending the time on the things that you say are priorities in your life because if you're not and you feel that like uneasiness that guilt like a lot of times like when we feel like we're wasting time again with the air quotes when we feel that guilty feeling right of like oh I I can't believe I just spent so much time on that or I wasted all that time on it it's often because there's a disconnect somewhere right there's a disconnect between what we say we prioritize say you know our family running our health whatever it might be and how we're actually spending our time or how we're actually spending our money you know I was listening to a coaching call the other day um, from some of my coaches um, the coaching programs that I'm in because even coaches need coaches right if, if I'm going to be a good coach I need coaches to help me level up and become better right so I was on a coaching call the other day and the woman was talking about priorities and values and and she said if you want to know where your priorities are you need to look at your calendar and your bank account because we spend our time and our money on the things that are important to us. That's what we're investing in, right? That's what we have to invest. We, If we spend time or we spend money on something, that's saying that that is a priority to us. So if you look at your calendar and you look at your bank account, are you spending your money and your time on the things that are actually of value to you? And if you're not, why not? Yeah, and you know, it's the where are you spending your time like take a look at your calendar if you've got open space on your calendar of like oh well i've got this appointment and that thing and that thing actually lay out what you're spending all of your time during the day doing like that's the whole bring awareness to it because if you're filling in the blank spots on your calendar with stuff that you would not actually want to physically write onto your calendar of, and then I did this for 30 minutes, and then I did this for 20 minutes, if you wouldn't be proud of what your calendar looks like and it wouldn't be something that you'd want to share with other people, then that's going to bring up that, that disconnect feeling, that feeling where something's off between how you're spending your time and how you would ideally prioritize your time if you really looked at your values and what matters to you. You want to make sure that that's where you're actually spending the time, where you're, where you're putting in money. Right, because ultimately your life is, a, is time, right? That's all it is, is, is time and where you're choosing to spend your time. That's what makes up your life. You, you reap what you sow, right? There's that old adage. So you will continue to increase the things that you are spending your time and your energy and your money on. So if it's not important to you, if you're, if you're spending time in things, doing things that aren't important to you, is that really what you want to keep doing? Because if you say you don't have enough time, if you say that you know, you're not where you want to be in your health, in your running, are you actually making the time for it, setting aside the time to improve those areas that you say you want to improve in? And if you look at your calendar and if you do this time inventory and if you think about it and you're not doing it, then that's a perfect reason why you don't have the results that you want. Like you cannot have the results you want if you're not actually spending the time on those things, focusing on those things, consciously putting those things into your day, into your week, into your year. Like all of these things are important. This is what we want to really encourage you all to do is just 
take a look at your time, take a look at the things that you prioritize in your life and live life on purpose. Live life consciously, right? Make the choices so that you can live the life that makes you feel good, that makes you happy, that makes you just alive and want to get up and move and be a part of the world every day. That's what we really want to encourage you guys to do. Yeah, that's beautiful. It was really inspirational. Live a purposeful life. Live life on purpose. Mm -hmm. Don't just kind of float through and suddenly the week and the month and the year has disappeared. Know what you're doing. Make it important to you. And then you're going to continue to improve in that area as long as you put in the time in that area. You're going to keep getting positive benefits back from that. Yep, exactly. So if you want some help with your time management, this is what we are going to be doing our deep dive into um, next month in February inside the Real Life Runners training team. We are going to be giving you the exact step-by-step system that we use to plan our days to make sure that we're getting our workouts in, to schedule things in. Yes, is it, is it simple? Yes, is it easy? Absolutely not. Right? No. That That's really what it comes down to. And so during February, we're going to be doing, like we've got workbooks, we've got um, ways that we're going to hold each other accountable, you know, through just to actually live our life on purpose, right? To, to make conscious use of our time. So if you want to join us in there, um, you know, we did goal setting in January, which was so much fun. And it was a great one. It, it's, I mean, the, the things that people are doing already and accomplishing just this first month of the year is already so inspiring. So next month, we're going to take it up another level by helping people to really take charge of their time so that they are able to accomplish all of these goals, right? If you've set some goals in January, take a look right now. We're at the end of January here. It's the last week of January. How are you on track? Are you on track towards those goals? You know, are you making progress towards those goals? And if you're not, then maybe you should look at your time, right? How you're spending your time. And again, if you want help, if you want support, if you want coaching and accountability and teammates to hold you accountable, come join the team, realliferunners.com forward slash team. It's a great place to be. I'm super excited for next month. Um, So we invite you to come be a part of that. Yeah, the the goal setting one was great. Time management is going to be fantastic. All right, guys. So as always, thank you so much for joining us. This has been the Real Life Runners podcast, episode number 182. Now get out there and run your life. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out the Real Life Runners training team. It's our monthly coaching program where we take all of this material, we apply it, and we take it to the next level. We teach you how to train your mind, body, and skills for true and lasting success in your running and your life. We offer customized training plans, live coaching calls, and one-on-one coaching, along with our proven system to help you transform into the runner you want to be and achieve your goals. Come join our team over at realliferunners.com forward slash team and start to truly run your life. We'll see you there.